Good morning, and welcome to the Joy in the Morning. This is Aaron Harris, pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street. We hope this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, What We Needed. Grace and mercy. 
How many of us have felt at times that there was no hope, that God had forgotten us? If you ever felt that you were forsaken, take heart. The Lord himself had said that you are of more value than many sparrows. He is with the sparrow when it falls, and he will not forsake you when you need him most. He has promised this. We are all familiar with the hymn, which begins with these words, Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home when Jesus is my portion? My constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. There is an interesting story about how this hymn came to be written. Mr. and Miss Doolittle lived in Elmira, New York. Mrs. Doolittle had been an invalid for 20 years, bedfast most of that time. Her husband was also a partially invalid and managed his business from a wheelchair. One day, a mutual friend sent Dr. and Miss Stillman Martin to visit them. Dr. Martin was a well-known evangelist, and Miss Martin usually accompanied her husband on his tours. Shortly before they met the Doolittles, they had collaborated to write the lovely hymn, God Will Take Care of You. Dr. Martin was so impressed with the serenity of these two Christians that he asked them the secret of their joy in the face of adversity. Miss Doolittle answered, His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Mrs. Martin was so impressed with these words that she could hardly contain herself. Many times she had failed to show the joy and faith that she should in the face of much less trials. Later, later that day, in the quiet of her room, she thought over the words she had heard. She had often asked, Why this, Lord? Why that? Or why does this happen to me? Now she asked, Why should my heart feel lonely? Indeed, why should I be discouraged when Jesus is my portion? My constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. If you're feeling discouraged this morning, think about these two encouraging songs. His eye is on the sparrow, and God will take care of you. Listen now as Scott Delosier sings for us his beautiful song entitled, The Invitation. In the palace in the land of mercy, the king looked down from his throne. He saw the sick and the homeless and hungry. He saw them lost and without hope. He moved with compassion, sent out his only son. With the invitation to come This is your invitation Come just the way you are Come find what your soul has been longing for Come find your peace Come join the feast, come in, this is your invitation.
So I stood outside the gates and trembled in my rags of unworthiness. Afraid to even stand at a distance in the presence of holiness. And just as I turned to go, the gate swung open wide. And the king and his only son are inviting us inside. This is your invitation. Come just the way you are. Come find what your soul has been longing for. Come find your peace. Come join. This is your invitation. Inviting us inside. This is your invitation. Come, sinner, as you are. Come find what your soul has been longing for. Come find your peace. Come join the feast. Come in. This is the invitation. This is our invitation. This is the invitation. listening to Joy in the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at this same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday School Hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook, Sunday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Or visit our YouTube channel. Just search Altoona Bible Church. Also, we are on the Johnstown and Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. There are services available on local radio stations on Sunday at 11 a.m., 12 noon, and 7 p.m. 
If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 942-2131. Listen now as Gloria Rowe plays for us on the piano this wonderful song in the sweet by and by with When We All Get to Heaven. necessary for us to have a fixed purpose, we are to do that which is well-pleasing to the Lord. There are too many believers who seem to live and move by whim instead of by the will of the Lord. They are not steadfast to their tasks in life. We can draw an illustration from the nature of the Scotch Shepherd or Scotch Collie Dog. If he is told to stay and guard his master's coat, for example, he will not leave it until the master returns. Nothing can draw him from the task to which he was appointed. A rabbit might run by, almost under his nose, but he will not move. A deer will break out of the bush and go across the field so close to the quiet dog that it could easily have been brought down, but the dog will not move. If the dog had the mind of some Christians, he might reason, Oh, my master was unaware that a rabbit would pass by, or a very valuable deer. Surely he expects me to use my intelligence and leave this old coat and run after the game. Many Christians run away from things to which they have been appointed. The lure of the great and showy draws them away from the steady devotion to the humble task to which they were appointed. 
This is especially true in the matter of church attendance. It does not seem important to back up the church to which they pledged to attend when they joined it. But God wants us to be faithful in the place He has put us. For example, the will of God for a high school or college student is that he does his work well and gets marks consistent with the degree of intelligence with which he has been endowed. No side work should take the Christian student from his task. This does not mean that the Christian student should not work to put himself through school, but rather that the work does not become all imp important to him. No woman was ever called upon to neglect her home, even for working with children and winning them to the Lord. If she does, she has left the coat to run after a rabbit. No man with a wife and children is called to enter the ministry if it means neglect of the family, which must be his first consideration. If he does so, he is like the dog who has taken his eyes away from the coat. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 4.2, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. The student, the mother, the father, and the pastor each will know the things of the Lord by an intimate living with him in the word. This is more pleasing to the Lord than the great exploits. He wants us just to follow him as he leads, not to rush ahead to great deeds to which he has not called us. Listen now to the medley of this song as Penny Harris, Carol Johnson, and Cheryl Howman sing for us, There's Still Power in the Blood. There's still power in the 
once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Alton Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion of, of our broadcast, and this morning, the topic of our Bible study is, what is this grace message? We're talking about the mystery of godliness today, and we learn about mystery, the body of Christ's truth, through the Apostle Paul. He is the dispenser of the grace message. And everything we see today through 1 Timothy 3, 15 and 16 is a truth of God's word that's been given to the Apostle Paul. Let's read it together, 1 Timothy 3, 15. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness, God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Again, let's talk about verse 15. We stopped with it last week with talking about leadership. And leadership are to lead. Leadership in the local assembly needs to lead the flock. So the church of the living God the body of Christ can be the pillar and ground of the truth. I said it before and I'll say it again. If leadership isn't leading correctly, the church in itself goes crazy. Leadership needs to know how to conduct itself. And that means to carry out actions properly. And so... We are to be the pillar and ground of the truth. That is what the body of Christ is to be, the pillar and ground. But the truth is the mystery of godliness. That is what the truth is. The house of God is to be the pillar and ground. Pillar and ground, they are the support structures. The ground is the base, the foundation, that upon which all is built. The pillars raise up the structure and elevate it so that it can be seen, a witness to the world. And that is what the body of Christ is to be. The body of Christ, the local church, is to manifest the mystery of godliness. Verse 16, some will say that this refers to Jesus Christ when he walked and talked on this earth over 1900 years ago. However, the Word of God says this mystery of godliness is great, and in addition, it is without controversy. Some will say this is the account of Jesus Christ in his earthly ministry. But if that is the case, it isn't a mystery. We have the account of that. It was revealed from the foundation of the world by all the holy prophets. Luke 24 Verses 44 to 55, it says, And he said unto them, and this is Jesus, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms, concerning me. 45. Then opened he their understanding, that they might understand the scriptures. This passage that we have in front of us today and that we're talking about, 15 and 16 in 1 Timothy chapter 3, has nothing to do with Jesus' earthly ministry. Has nothing to do with it. 
It was a secret, okay? Everything that Paul is telling Timothy right now is a mystery. It was never talked about. Paul has been given new information, a special revelation. Romans 16, 25 is very clear to us. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began, but now is manifested. And you ask why God kept it a secret? Because if Satan would have known about what God was going to do through the Lord Jesus Christ, about the twofold purpose of him, he would have never crucified the Lord of glory. So as we continue here, Paul is emphasizing to Timothy the core of the truth for today, that the house of God is to be the pillar and ground of the truth. And that is the truth, the mystery of godliness. And we're going to break this down, verse 16, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. First part, God was manifest in the flesh. This is the truth about the body of Christ through which God manifests himself. Note Colossians 1.27 says, God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. You see, God is not manifested in temples of stone or wood, but has taken up residence in each believer in the body as a whole. What an amazing truth. What an awesome God. Others are to see Christ in you. You are a living epistle to be read by all. Galatians 2.20 says, For I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Tune in next time as we continue and break down verse 16, the mystery of godliness. You have been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust you have received a spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Aaron Harris wishing you God's best for now and for eternity.